Hi, welcome to Salt and Burn This. I'm Sammy. And I'm Valerie. And this is our Supernatural Rewatch podcast. Each week, we're going to break down an episode in order with lots of details, so nothing's left out. (laughs) And we throw in some personal nuggets and stories and research to mix it up just a little bit. Because not only are we fans of the show, but like Sam and Dean, we've also had our fill of road trips. Yeah, but for theater, not for hunting ghosts and demons. And not in a super sexy muscle car. Anyway, shall we? We shall. So I still have my down comforter out on the couch from when my folks were here and I was mm-hmm. sleeping on the couch and the dog is just like in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> she, she does the like the foofy floof, you know, the foof 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 and then just like doesn't just lay down, she just flops <laughs> down in it and then does this oh stretch out and then it just like molds to her body. It's like a temperpedic, you know, doggy blanket. Yeah, it's yeah. hysterical. Yeah, yeah. Living her best doggy life in the down comfort. I know, I know. So, I don't um, be one of our dogs. <laughs> I know. It's funny when I hear one of them sigh sometimes. It's like, oh, what do you have to worry about, you little freeloader? <laughs> you sleep all day, you get treats. <laughs> right. Is life really hard for you right now? Are you I just going like, through an what? existential crisis? <laughs> what can I do to make your life easier? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Assholes. <laughs> I was walking backstage and I didn't realize there was anybody else back there. I was just getting ready to call one hour, which usually means there's nobody backstage yet. And I just went from my office to backstage and I went, and I didn't realize that there was, there was somebody there who just needed space and they heard me sigh and they're like, what could you possibly? I was like, you weren't supposed to be back here to hear me do that. (laughs) Um. Okay, so we were talking about TikTok before I pressed record, but I mm. I, I went on TikTok and I asked because I was like really stuck on this Sao Wen thing. Yes. Because um, <laughs> I, I really don't like it. I like it when I know how to pronounce a word exactly correct. And I don't know if that's from, you know, my singing background or even just being in the opera world where they have – Diction, diction coaches for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for uh, all the different languages that they sing but it's also interesting you know especially when it's uh like an alphabet is formed differently than what you know the, phonetically the american like. english or what it phonetically yeah. for to the american eye looks like so i did i went on tiktok and i was like how do you pronounce this word because here are all of the different ways that i have found that you can pronounce it or that they you know, it, it said this way, it said this way, it said this Sam way. Sam Hine, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, one of them was like Shavna, which was really weird. Um, Sounds very Yiddish. <laughs> it does. It does sound Yiddish. Uh, anyway, there's this girl in there. Her name was B, B-E-A. Uh, she did a stitch with me and she, you know, like not only pronounced her, like, you can say Sawin, it's okay. You know, nobody... It, you know, Irish is going to like come like bang on your door at night. And I was like, well, you don't know the people that I know. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't but know. It was really cool. And then she like ran through like 
almost all of the pagan holidays. I think she was Wiccan or something. Um, so she's very familiar with the with the language and all of the pagan Wiccan holidays. So anyway, I just wanted to call her out. So thanks. Thanks for oh, being nice geez. about it. <laughs> <laughs> and not condescending. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was nice. And so, but she, what, what did she end up saying? She said, you can say Samhain or Samhain. Samhain. It's, or Samhain. it's okay. <laughs> you hear that, Jared? Yeah. And then there's this book that I'm reading called Hellbent, which is a sequel to this other book called The Ninth House. It's very adjacent in this kind of world of, you know, it's a cult, it's magic, it's ghosts, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But then they talked about Samhain in that book. And it was like a chapter I had read the other day. It was like, oh, my God, this word is following me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's well, like when once it comes into your, the, like, the class your vernacular, is broken. It's, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, that's kind it's of like, you know, when you're you're shopping for a car and suddenly see the car that you're looking for everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Or or your dog suddenly. Suddenly, yeah. like, when you got when you got Marvel, I'm like, oh, my God, there's so many Pomeranians out here. <laughs> My world is now all about Pomeranians. Um, speaking of saying thank you, I should have done this months ago. One of our fans baked me and the opera production a salt and burn this chocolate chip cookie. And oh, yes. You sent me a picture and you did not yes. save any for me. So I did not. I absolutely <laughs> did not. Um, but it was the size of a basically a pizza. I mean, yeah. it was huge, like a large pizza, and it was beautifully round. It had our logo on it, salt and burn this. <laughs> it was perfect. It was delicious. So I just want to do a shout out to Andrea White, who has been faithful to us, not only in listening, <laughs> but in baking us some scrumptious snacks. So thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. It, it looked amazing. I'm sure it, it tasted amazing as well, <laughs> but I cannot attest to that person it was yeah i i saved you the calories i threw <laughs> myself on that grenade for you so no no look out everybody i'll eat this season four episode eight wishful thinking sam and dean investigate when a small town's wishing well actually starts to grant the people's wishes Written by Ben Udland and Lou Bolo, and directed by Robert Singer. Bobby! Hysterical. It still cracks me up to this day that they <laughs> named a character 100% after themselves. Not just a, like, a little, you know, fake ID badge with a name on it. <laughs> it's so funny that you say that, is this episode is full of that. It's full of characters and call-outs to the production team. Yep. I can't which wait to awesome. see which ones you found. I, yeah. I found a few. Uh -huh. There were some that I read about that I couldn't even find. I was like, how how did you even see that name? You know, but <laughs> we get there are... when we get there. Okay, so, so this recap was interesting because it starts off. It's a lot of Big Daddy Cass, you know, who is like, I pulled you from hell and I can put you right back and like very yeah, serious. Show me respect. Um, and the burden that Dean is dealing with, plus some suggestions that Dean actually does remember his time in hell, particularly the line with Uriel, you know, after threatening mm. Sam. There's, A, no Cass in this episode. There is no, no 
Uriel, there are no angels. There are no mentions or suggestions about the apocalypse or the seals or or anything. The only no. thing is Dean's hell flashes. Trip. Yeah, flashes of hell. Interesting. Yeah, absolutely. That they they brought and it was a long recap. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like you know standard little clip clip clip. They did like beat you over the head with Castiel yeah. and. You know, and nothing, nothing. So it, it was weird that they did that because I was expecting it. I was mm-hmm. expecting a, you know, a poof, you know, angel on the shoulder type of, of thing to happen in quiet moments. You know, yeah. like maybe if, if Dean was off by himself, Castiel was going to walk into the scene as mm-hmm. he does. Right. I mean, for three and a half seasons, they've done this formula of, oh, it, you know, hints in the recap are probably what you're going to see in the episode. And it was like, nope. 75% just, not. <laughs> yep. Just the, just the hell bits. Yeah. Um, angel threats. That's what I wrote down. Nothing yeah. but angel threats. And there was nothing, none of that. Mm-hmm. So well done. Curveball, supernatural. Yeah. The, uh, the title, cause you know me and titles of the show. So wishful thinking. First of all, I thought of um, wishful drinking by Carrie Fisher. Uh, was one of the oh, books her she books, wrote. Right. Okay. Yes, and it's a fabulous book. But that's the first thing I thought of, um, which is nothing to do with this episode, other than the title made me think of Carrie Fisher, <laughs> R.I.P. Carrie Fisher. Um, but this story is like a complete um, homage to uh, Needful Things, Stephen King. Uh, oh. Exact same premise, exact same premise, but you know, 110 times worse because it's Stephen King. So I, I love how Stephen King. Um, uh, storytelling is kind not interwoven throughout supernatural but his premises you know get get touched upon you know his evil genius is yeah. is often alluded to um with the storylines which i love so uh, stephen king scared the crap out of me as a kid reading books i i was I horrified not, by every stephen I've king book i read ever read a stephen king book they are scary books <laughs> they are they are very deeply disturbing psychologically. Why did I pick this book up and why is it so dark outside? Yeah. Um, <laughs> books. Um, I wanted to do the map quest out front. Okay. Uh, just because gorgeous scenery in this episode. Oh my gorgeous, God. Yes. gorgeous scenery. <laughs> and like amazing weather. It would it, it wasn't raining, it wasn't uh. wet, it wasn't snowy. This wherever they filmed, oh well, wherever they filmed it in Squamish, um, british columbia which i thought looked like a beautiful colorado town it did um and uh but it's it takes place in quote concrete washington which does exist but is not squamish british columbia but i just want to say thumbs up squamish because gorgeous Mm -hmm. gorgeous town um never been there i am putting this on my map i'm putting this on my map quest to go and see just because it I mean, I'll never get there um, because Wait, it's concrete British or, or British Columbia. Not concrete, oh, okay. British Columbia. I, I uh, I'm sure concrete <laughs> Washington is lovely. I want to go see Squamish. It is near a lake because, like, where it actually lies is kind of in between Sat- Seattle and Vancouver, um, oh. and it's kind of not right on the edge of a lake, but a lake is very nearby. And I didn't write down the name of the lake, but and it's kind of in the very like northwestern. Mm. Uh, corner okay i'm sure it's also very beautiful maybe not like that but beautiful i just want to say that was one thing i loved about this episode Uh is (laughs) it was gorgeous it was there was nothing supernatural about this setting it was just bright sunny mountain town gorgeous blue skies Mm -hmm. 
I also want to call out before we start talking about the the now and then the rest of the synopsis. Mm. There are two, at least as I could see, supernatural repeats uh, in this episode. Yes. The I knew well, one of them. I, yeah. I saw one of them. Who was the second? Uh, well, the woman who plays Hope, uh, right. which we'll she see in... like in the, like the last half of the episode. Yeah. Her name is Skin, right? Yes, she was. She was the victim in Skin, and her name is Anita Brown. The second is Michael Teigen, who <gasps> was the teddy bear. <laughs> the bear. And was. he was a teacher in Bloody Mary. Right. He's the guy who's like, settle down, settle down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then she like throws her stool through the, in the science class yeah. in the science lab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in um, actually he's in future episodes as well. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I don't know which ones, but I, I, I did see that he does. So I'm like, way to go! Yeah. I the the teddy bear, which we'll we'll get to. Um, I when I was watching it, I was like, who is this guy? Yeah, who is this actor? Because brilliant, brilliant. I I would die. I mean, I would kill for like a role like that. Yeah, you know. Just anyway, we'll get to it. Yeah, teddy bear. Um, so the now, it's like a typical scary movie opening, right? Naked woman in the shower all by herself. It's not a home shower. She's, you know, in like a gym locker room or something. Yes. She's by herself, but she like, she hears something and we see something, but Mm -hmm. she she doesn't see what we see, you know? So she goes back to showering, you know, she, she's super sexy in the shower, of course. And is doing all the like scary movie zoom in and zoom outs and stuff like that. And, I'm laughing because of how the scene ends. <laughs> she turns off the shower. She gets out of the shower. She's drying off. And we still see something watching her. Mm-hmm. And then not only watching her, but following her out of the shower area into the like sink area where you would, you know, dry your hair and, mm-hmm. you know, put on your deodorant and stuff. And we see like footprints following her, but we don't see uh, a body. Yeah. You know, we don't we don't see what's attached to the footprints. And she does the whole, hello? Is somebody there? <laughs> no? Okay, I'll just go back to being you know, vulnerable in a bathroom. Yep. And she she uh, takes the towel off that she's been using to dry her hair. And she goes to, like, just toss it on the hook next to her. And in the toss, there's it ends up not falling onto the hook, but draping over the head of whoever <laughs> was standing next to her. So all you see is an invisible hanging towel. I mean, the towel is just like draped over an invisible body. Yeah. Yeah. And then you hear this like prepubescent squeaky voice. <laughs> you like, um, Mrs. Armstrong. <laughs> you know? And she screams and her scream blends into the title splash scream with yep. the, you know, the angel feathers yeah. flapping around. Hello, Mrs. Armstrong. <laughs> oh, gosh. And that kid this prepubescent ghost boy invisible thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, also very funny. Yeah. Also very good. <laughs> Kudos to this kid who later yeah. reveals himself n- 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 nakedly. Very. <laughs> I was a little like, okay, CW. <laughs> right. Getting a little risque. <laughs> <sighs> All right. But now uh, Sam and Dean are at a very tacky bar. We've seen these bars everywhere in real life, such as at Chili's. Or oh an apple. Gosh. It's got like all of the flair on the walls. Like the plus, yeah, it was like a Friday's. And plus, the kid, the waiter, is also covered in flair. Bits and of 
flair, yes. which we all got from Office Space, of course. Yes. Yeah, he's got his suspenders with all the, the pins, not only like pins and buttons, but like flashy pins yeah. and buttons. Yeah. And he is as flashy and bubbly as his pins. He's like, yes. okay, bros, you guys ready for a, you know, something, <laughs> something, chimichanga, you know, the way they always like dress up the names of their food. Yeah. <laughs> I love that the boys are like, no. And my first thought is, what are they doing in this restaurant? Yeah. Why are they at a restaurant restaurant and not like a diner? Yeah. You know, that was my first thought. And maybe um, this is why. Maybe they've tested like, all right, this is what we got. So let's just go here and eat. Right. And then this kid reminded them, oh, why this is why don't. we go to diners. Yeah. yeah. And he came back a couple of times, too, and interrupted them every time they went to, like, talk about something important. The yes. kid, like, pops up. So you're ready for some exploding Voice drinks. You know? <laughs> he just looked like a cartoon character. It was oh, kind of amazing. He- out of nowhere, but I enjoyed him. Um, I don't. I don't know if you noticed this. This is. I. This was something I circled. This is. There's a 100% mirror take of Raiders of the Lost Ark in this scene, because what are they doing at this restaurant? They're not eating. They're drinking. Right. Dean's mm-hmm. got like a row of shots in front of him, or a couple of shots in front of him. When Dean reaches for the the shot glass and drinks it, it is 100%. All right, 95% mirror image of the scene in Raiders where Miriam's in her yeah, uh, Miriam's talk, right? in her bar. It's when the guy that she's doing the contest with reaches for his last drink before he passes out and she wins. Uh-huh. It, him reaching for the drink is the exact same camera angle and hand motion and fingers out. It's like it's the exact same shot that they did in Raiders that okay. that Dean does here. I know. Sorry. It it called out to me. I had to say it. Was that something like you looked up? To see, I after I watched it, I was like, "Oh my god, that has to be!" So I went back and I watched. I pulled up that scene okay. from Raiders. It wasn't anything I read or saw. It's just it's, when I watched it, I was feels like, "Recall." Like a, that feels like a reach, but it's okay. All right. Well, I it well maybe I will admit that, but I, it, I th- it I was such clo- of I think the close up, like if you're talking about the close up angle of the the shot glasses on the table. I mm-hmm. think that was just to show, look at how many shots of whiskey that Dean has been drinking Yes, in the middle uh, of the okay. day. <laughs> okay. When we're done, I'll go back and I'll show you because I have the clip saved. Uh, it's, I'm not going to push it. I'm just saying this is why okay. I thought okay. of it. Not, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying this is why I thought of it. So the boys are drinking and talking. Uh, Dean is still denying that he remembers hell. Mm-hmm. even though in the previous episode, Sam did approach him and say, you know, Uriel says you remember hell. Uh, and Dean says, no, I don't. Right? At the end of that episode, didn't didn't Sam this is the take first Uriel's time, advice? I think this is the first time that Sam has approached Dean about oh. it. Because okay. the end of the last episode was Uriel saying that to Sam, and then we see Dean on the bench with Cass, and we don't see the boys reunite oh, again oh, okay. after that bit is okay. of information is revealed to Sam. So I think this is, they're coming down from a conversation where Sam is like, okay. Hey, so Uriel mentioned, so, uh, <laughs> he said that you might still remember hell. Yeah, yeah. The bottom line like, is Dean is still saying no. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm, you know, mistaken. So Sam goes back to, all right, well, we have some potential jobs to, to, you know, what shall we look at today? <laughs> And in the meantime, you know, there's hot chick walks by and, you know, Dean does his his ogle. So Horn Dog Dean still still intact. Yes. 
uh, made further uh, up front when Sam is like, oh, there's a vengeful spirit that's attacking women in the, in the showers shower. at the gym. <laughs> He's like, pay the check. Yep, Waiter. Say, no, say no more. We're good. Yep, off we go. So off they go to Concrete Washington where, you know, women have been attacked <laughs> in the shower. <laughs> um, and they drive into this gorgeous mountain town, which, again, I cannot, I yeah. cannot go on enough about. So Sam is meeting up with the victim of the ghost mm-hmm. attack at a Lucky Chin's Chinese restaurant. Um, she seems a little bit woo-woo, but she's nice enough. Uh, he is posing as the author of his book. <laughs> Working title is Supernatural, so we get a little bit of meta-ness meta. happening here. And, and foreshadowing, which I don't think they knew about. I don't think so either. No, I think but it's an accident no, they that they, yeah. yes. <laughs> a happy, a happy accident. Happy but accident. so she's telling her ghost story, but it gets weird when she's like, oh, he was calling me by my name, but as in <laughs> Mrs. Armstrong. Mrs. Armstrong. And, and when I fell down the stairs... Not pushed, yeah. as the article had said. Then it helped her up and said, please don't tell my mom. <laughs> and Sam's like, okay, that is weird. Yeah. yeah. That's strange. Because he kept trying to say, so was it like angry? Mm-hmm. Is, you know, was it, you know, terrorizing you? And she's like, well, no. No, in fact, it, it helped me up after I fell down the stairs, which Sam's like, mm, okay. Yeah, the Sam the ghost <laughs> hunter is like, you know what? That is weird. That is weird. A ghost would do that. Yep. He's also getting very distracted by a couple oh. explaining, displaying some major PDA. Major PDA in this Chinese restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, like, I lo- like the amount of time I have to say in this episode, there is so much silence. There is more on camera silence of characters just looking and observing mm-hmm. uh, than actual dialogue, I feel. Yeah. Uh, well, no, no. I take that back. Not actual dialogue, but in in past episodes, there are a lot more quote takes of just faces of just yeah. the boys thinking about what they're watching. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and this is one of those moments because D- Sam is so distracted by this couple at the table that even even Mrs. Armstrong's like, "Hello, mm-hmm. <laughs> come back, talk about me." But so. Outside, Sam and Dean get uh, reconnoiter, and Dean hasn't had any luck. He he searched the uh, <laughs> the showers because you know he I'm sure he won that rock paper scissors. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was no EMF in the shower. Uh, he quotes Poltergeist says this place is clean. Um, there's nothing here, and as they're discussing that there's nothing here, like a group of boys goes running down the street chasing this little kid. So I would say they're like, what, maybe seven, eight, nine years old, maybe 10. ten. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm a terrible one of the, judge of yeah. child ages. <laughs> one of the kids is clearly being chased by like a group of three, mm-hmm. you know, big, slightly bigger kids. And Dean being Dean is like, run, Forrest, run, which is... That's a jerk Boo. thing to do. Yeah. Yes, total jerk thing to do, which of course... You're a Forrest grown gone. man. What are you doing? Right. Um, And then they're distracted by over their other shoulders after watching these kids go running off. They hear two grown men arguing and it's like a hunter arguing with the sheriff of the town about I saw a Bigfoot. I know what I saw. It wasn't a bear. It was Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) Sam and Dean are like, aha, (laughs) maybe this is for us. Yes. They go in posing as FBI agents. Uh, Insert themselves into this conversation. (laughs) 
exactly what they do. They say, okay, tell us, tell us where these tracks are. So off they go into the forest to like search out these tracks. Now, here's one of these internal callouts. The newspaper that Dean is holding on the steps of the health facility where it, it says on the front, man wins like $200 lottery, million dollar lottery yeah. ticket, something like that. Mm-hmm. The man in the photo is the set director. His name is George Newman. Mm-hmm. And the article is written by, or like the author byline is Christopher Cooper, who is the prop master. <laughs> so <of> you've, <laughs> you've got the set designer, the set deck. And the props master. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Um, they call him. They call him out by name at the end of the episode too. Oh, they do. Um, uh, imprint, imprint. They do. Oh, yes. So yeah. So off they go into the woods, and while Sam and Dean are talking about, uh, like looking for the tracks of this Bigfoot, uh, they're like Bigfoot doesn't exist. Everybody knows that. We everybody, all the hunters, everybody knows Bigfoot doesn't exist. And then they look down and they stumble across a giant footprint. Foot. <laughs> yeah, like a giant. That's a big foot. <laughs> and then, the, and then a take to each other with no words spoken. Yep. <laughs> you know? Okay, so then they follow these big tracks to a liquor store whose door has been smashed down. The inside <laughs> of the store has been ransacked of ransacked, yep. girl drinks specifically <laughs> it's like what is it bailey's and amaretto or irish yeah, cream yeah. and amaretto and <laughs> while well, dean's checking out the damage to the alcohol and stealing alcohol yes, yes he's uh, one. uh sam finds that the entire porn rack <laughs> is empty with the exception of like one magazine yeah <laughs> <laughs> so whatever was in there stole girly drinks and porn yes and then left behind a tuft of brown fur in the rack. <laughs> so the boys go outside, they sit themselves on a bench and are just speechless. Like, <laughs> yeah, for, for moments and moments of yeah. silence. They're just racking their minds like, of like, what, what? what in could our this? library or our index oh. of monsters would could do this would and do this. has a big cartoonish and looking footprint. Like, footprint, yeah. And he's like, I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> and uh and then it's, just yeah, know, like it's little, either it's uh, either a joke or actual bigfoot who and would be more like a deep woods decovny <laughs> <laughs> which by the way not an alcoholic but yes a sex addict so yeah. but uh yeah so then just then a little girl goes riding by on a bicycle with a little basket in front you know and drops <laughs> drops a porn magazine in front of Sam and Dean by mistake. It like flew out of her basket. Mm -hmm. And then they watch her carry the (laughs) items of this basket and leave it on the steps of this liquor store with a note that says, sorry, (laughs) you know, that she hops on her bike and rides away. And again, Dean and Sam left in silence. Like what the, (laughs) what is going going on in this town? (laughs) I love this. I love this camera, this clip. It's like such a classic clip, which (laughs) Like when when someone from afar like peeks over the side of the building and then there's somebody else like on top, you know, it's like two heads like poking out of the side of the building yes. at the same time. It's very uh, physically funny to me. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very vaudevillian. Yes. Yes. 
so they uh they follow they decide to follow this little girl how i don't know because she rode her little bike and they had walked through the woods to this liquor store so they had to walk back to the car get the car drive around town and i guess they just drove around till they found the house with this little girl's bike out front i think that's what they did yeah because she's got a very okay. like a yellow milk crate yeah attached to her bike so i yeah. think they just kind of drove around until they found that so they walk up to this house and they're, before they knock, they're like, oh, God, is this going to be like Harry and the Hendersons? <laughs> Which I just want to call out to. Um, so Harry and the Hendersons, 80s movies, like way, way, way back. But a friend of mine, a colleague of mine was in Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, wow. Um, and, uh, and he was also in Twin Peaks. And when I found this out, I was full, I was like neck deep in Twin Peaks. I was like, yeah. what? You were in <laughs> Twin Peaks? And he would just regale me with all these stories like backstage while we were waiting for entrances. And mm-hmm. I just, I fell in love with this man. He was the nicest guy. And as a young, young, you know, girl in theater looking up to this uh, very successful, in my eyes, you know, actor who was also mm-hmm. taking the time to work with students. I was like, I love this guy. He has since passed on, but his name's uh-huh. Arnie Stenseth. Um, and if you're ever at the U.S. Postal Museum in D.C., he has an exhibit. He plays like a postal worker in one of the video exhibits. And I didn't know that until I was with my nieces. And I was like, oh, my God, it's Arnie. So anyway, just <laughs> so when they mentioned Harry and the Hendersons, I automatically went to Arnie Stenseth, who was just a lovely, yeah. lovely actor. Aw, that's pretty cool. So, yes. All right. So the boys knock on this door and this little girl answers up. Her parents are not home. And they struggle with the right question to ask a little girl. <laughs> a little girl home alone. Yes. She's so cute. I loved this little girl and her delivery and the oh. earnestness of everything that she did. Yeah. So, yeah, they're struggling with, like, how, what, do, what do we ask a little girl? And yeah. they land on, have you seen someone... Maybe tall, I'm like, guessing, and, and tall, furry, and that's all they need to say because she's like, "Oh no, was he in trouble?" <laughs> <laughs> Again, Dean and Sam look to each other, no words. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh, she's no. like, "It's my teddy bear. I think that he's sick, and I don't know what to do." Again, dumbfounded for a minute, uh, and then Dean has a very, very smart and cute idea. Quick thinker, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, we just happen to be, we're teddy bear doctors. Teddy bear we are doctors. teddy bear doctors. And they pull out, they they like reach into their, you know, oh, it's time for, a, you know, an ID. Badge, so they yeah. pull out a, a badge, which I think they were health inspector badges or uh-huh. something. And <laughs> Sam kind of goes along official. with it. Yes, it, yes, wag, wag, wag. Can't, can't see it so fast. A, oh, this was an alias moment. Like, I couldn't see Sam's badge, but I could see Dean's badge. And it was... Um, uh, John McCarthy. Yes. I have no idea who that is. That is the first assistant director on the show. So oh. I oh, didn't see it. Cause... I didn't see the name on it at that point. I saw it later. Uh, later. He flashes okay. it again. He flashes it a couple of times, but this at one the, was like, too fast. Yeah. So I didn't even try. But he is John McCarthy, who is the first AD on the show. Sam, who I also saw later on, is Adrian Diopold or Dipold. Right. Who's the, the second AD? Correct. Yes. Okay, that's the one I could... Okay. Yay. All right, now we're up to date. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about Um, that. You know, she's like, oh, great, come in. And again, this is Dean's face acting. You know, he's like, great... It just gave us like, oh my god, what the fuck oh, is my shit. life right now? <laughs> <laughs> right, we're, we hunt demons, and now we're gonna go be teddy bear. Look at a, a giant teddy bear doctor. 
And I love that she's like showing them up the stairs. She's like, okay, Teddy Bear's in my room and he's kind of grumpy. <laughs> That's her, her description of him. Yeah. She knocks because she's a sweet little girl, opens the door, and we see a giant life-size teddy bear like sitting on the edge of the bed, like rocking, mm-hmm. rocking. And he and he looks Freaking. at the he looks at the camera and he's like, Just the dog. <laughs> <laughs> And he's an angry teddy bear. (laughs) And this was like, I loved Sam's face after this because it was what complete shock, disbelief. Like, what did we just see what I thought we saw? Yeah, I feel like saying, show us what the fuck without actually saying what the fuck. (laughs) Face. Like, did we we did just see that? Yes, 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 yes. Um, so that now they have to like approach this little girl and they're like so little girl audrey audrey <laughs> how long has he been like this you know they said it's like how do they get to the bottom of this investigation when all they have is a little girl as a witness yeah <laughs> um so she like, says how did this happen? <laughs> yeah well she says that she wished for her teddy bear to be big and real and to talk so she could have you know parties and you know she she could play with like a real size talking stuffed animal friend talking teddy yeah she wished for this at the wishing well but now he's ouch in the head sad and smells like the bus (laughs) so it didn't quite work out (laughs) not what she really wished for so they uh, try again to open like open the door and talk to the teddy and he is just so disparaged from watching all the sad events on the news He's impatient at Audrey because all she wants are tea parties, you know, because she's eight. Um. (laughs) It's like, is this all there is? Is violence and death and tea parties? parties. (laughs) Teen just literally can't take it. He's like, I don't know what to do with this. I'm a a hunter. (laughs) I can kill demons, but I cannot face a life-size depressed teddy bear. And they um, have an aside away from Audrey where Sam struggles with the question, like, do, what do we have to kill this teddy bear? Kill the teddy bear? <laughs> how, how do and we do it? That was kind of the quote of the day. That was yeah. the quote of the day. Do we have to kill this this teddy bear? <laughs> yeah. Um, you already mentioned uh, the actor's name, uh, yeah. who plays the bear, right? Yeah, Michael Tegan. Uh, Michael Tegan. Loved him. Yeah. I, I, his... <laughs> <laughs> terrible teddy bear but at least they didn't show him like flipping through porn you know he was just yeah. watching the news on tv yeah. drinking and was depressed yes. so i'm kind of glad they didn't show us Anything. that side of his, yes. his life <laughs> um but they're like well i don't i guess we could but we don't know what's we could shoot it we could burn it we could do both but and Maybe this isn't the actual problem. Exactly. Like, symptom, but not the, this isn't <laughs> yes. what the, what's actually going on in this town. And so, and then, then they're like, you know, Audrey, where, where are your parents? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, they wish they were in Bali. So I guess they're in Bali. <laughs> <laughs> so her parents were like, peace out, kid. Yeah. You know, they wish to go to Bali and left her alone to, to, you know, wish for a, a, a friend, a life-size mm-hmm. teddy bear friend. So they 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 tell Audrey a terrible lie about the bear having lollipop disease, and they mm-hmm. send her off to a neighbor to go, you know, to have someone take care of her while they 
quote, take care of the yes, lollipop. because it's very contagious. It's a very contagious disease. Yes. <laughs> Again, I just love this girl where she's just like, oh, okay, yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah. I, I love this great. kid. Um, she was great. But before, he was like, but also, where is this wishing well that you speak of? Yep. Cut so, to. Yes, cut to the <laughs> restaurant. However, a note about this teddy bear costume, which mm. became in the crew side, the highlight of the episode. (laughs) I can see why. It was almost going to be an animatronic bear, but it was too expensive. And then they found this place in LA who, uh, there was a project that had just done like a bunch of mascot things. Like they had a ton of mascot suits. So they said, hey, could we borrow one? And it got stuck in customs because it didn't have the correct paperwork. So it almost couldn't get into the country of Canada. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I can't imagine being. uh, uh, Well, actually, I can't because we just had like all of our costumes not show up for a show. So I can imagine just like the teddy bear not showing up. Uh, and then, of course, Jared and Jensen, when they first saw the teddy bear and tried to talk to it, you know, very hard clip to get through <laughs> you can only imagine. Uh, i don't know if it was the first time or maybe it was the second time i'm gonna think it was the first time that i worked with michael uh i put i had to wear a dancing oh yes costume yes <laughs> good times good times, <laughs> good times. Okay. and if anyone wants to write in and ask for a picture of me in the, the bear costume i will post it but only if you ask for it <laughs> so cut to Little boy that we saw being chased earlier is now looking into the wishing well. And it's that great POV camera lens. Mm-hmm. Uh, the camera's in the wishing well looking up at the little boy who's looking into the water. He uh, throws in a coin and then up turns and starts to walk out. And as he walks out, he brushes by uh, Sam and Dean who have walked into this Chinese restaurant to uh, to check out the wishing well. Yeah. So he's like, okay, well, let's see if this actually works. Dean throws in a coin doesn't say anything out loud, but seconds later, a delivery man comes in through the restaurant and says, hey, did anyone order a foot-long Italian sub with jalapenos? <laughs> no? Oh, that, that was quick. Yeah. <laughs> did he even for a hot second, though, think about what wishing would do? Especially given his, like, gin, you know, experience? Yeah. I don't think he did. I don't think Unless he did. Unless he just thought wishing for sandwiches. I think know, that's what it was. It's just, just like, let me li- ask for something really simple. Instead of, like, life-changing. <laughs> life changes, right? But then he turns to Sam and is like, why don't you make a wish, you know? Yeah. And he assumes that Sam, in making a wish, would wish for all of this to be gone. That they would just go back to simpler times and no hunting and none of that mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, Sam says, that's not what I would wish for. You know, there is no going back. These are yeah. our lives. Um, and that's not what I would wish for. And Dean's like, all right, well, what would you wish for? Because Sam's still not going to wish, but if he could, uh, says uh, Lilith's head on a platter, bloody. And Dean is actually taken aback by that. He's like, ooh, <laughs> all right, that's violent and visual and, you know, okay. Yeah. Not yeah. something you would expect Sam to actually say out loud because it was so such a violent image. Right. A little bit before that, they're like sitting down and eating a sandwich. You know, she's like, I don't know, this sandwich is delicious. It seems pretty harmless for me. Uh, but maybe we should hold off, you know, on, on more <laughs> wishes until we figure out what this is. 
then the restaurant owner or the head chef or manager or somebody comes by and it's just like, hey, you can't eat outside food in outside food. my restaurant. And <laughs> this is where they throw up their health inspector badges again. But okay. as health inspectors, not as teddy bear doctors, and say, we're going to slap you with a 56C because of your rat infestation or something like that. So they need to shut the place down. That same make yowdy couple is still in the restaurant, though. Oh, yes. Though. Yes. That same. They <laughs> are back. They are back and still PDAing it up. The owner, the restaurant owner, his badge says Mr. M. Liu. Mm -hmm. Mary Ann Liu is the graphic designer. Uh, at the set, and she is of like Chinese background, so she was kind of used as a consultant in making this restaurant. You know, to uh -huh. like make sure anything that was written in Chinese said the correct thing. Right. She right. is also the creator of Busty Asian Beauties. <laughs> <gasps> Get out! <Yeah. laughs> Oh Which my god! Is the porn magazine that falls out of the little girl's uh, bike? Basket you know, in front of Sam and Dean, and they, like, pointed out, he's like, hmm, she okay, seems a little like, young little for busty Asian for busty. beauties. <laughs> so, yeah, she, like, designed and made that magazine, and I, it says something in Chinese on the front, but whatever it says is real. Like, it's not... Okay. Like, it says something it's real, not. but I don't know what it what it says in Chinese, okay. but... Oh, my God. So they, uh, Sam and Dean are able to drain the fountain, um, and they don't find anything unusual in it. Um, but as they're scratching their heads about, well, there's nothing here. Dean does notice that there's like an unusual looking coin in, in the bottom of the, uh, the well. And he goes to pick it up, but he can't. Yeah. It's like, it's stuck, but it's not like stuck, stuck. It's not like cemented. It's like, he can't, can't pick it up. Yeah. No matter what. I mean, he came back with like a chisel <laughs> and a hammer and broke the hammer and the chisel <laughs> trying to get this thing out and they're like ah okay there's something there's some sort of hoodoo holding yeah. this coin in place yeah so ah, ah, a clue, <laughs> a clue. Uh, sam uh a he ups his improv game a little bit here you know when the o the owner's kind of like looking over their shoulder like the entire time being like what are you doing stop you can't do this to my restaurant and then sam is like hey We'll slap you with violation like 14-68 or something. Something pulled out of his butt. <laughs> yes, but Sam is not usually the one to pull things out of his butt. That's why I mentioned it's because like he, mm. like Dean even looks at him like, not oh, bad. Gonna Good play job. the game now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You played a little uh, yes, yes and. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but once he sees, once Sam sees that the coin isn't coming up, he gets an idea. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's like, I'll be right back. Essentially, he's like, you deal with this. I have to go check yeah. on something. Yeah, he makes a terrible rubbing of it on a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. he's like, like, here, he you go research this. Yeah, he like, it is like what? Uh, marks like <laughs> half of it, half the coin on a piece of paper. You know, when you put a piece of paper over something, you like rub it over with a graphite you pencil. Rub a pencil, yep. It's <laughs> yeah, no, it's terrible. But yeah, like, he, you wouldn't be able off. to tell if it was a quarter or. No. Yeah. So he gives that to, to Dean to go and research. While he, while Sam himself goes to go, why he chooses to do this, I don't know. I don't quite understand why this scene is there. Um, it's funny, mm -hmm. but Sam runs back to the uh, to the health club, into the uh, showers where you know the ghosts were were happening, and he is able to confront <laughs> and find the this. It's not a ghost. Turns out it's a kid. Some again, pretty like slightly pubescent 
prepubescent kid kid, uh, who's wished himself invisible so that he could spy on naked women in the showers. And he scares the kid enough that he scares him into visibility. So now he's like confronting a naked teenager in the women's showers. Um, And this little kid, this guy, I can't call him a little kid, but this teenager, great acting, you know, (laughs) just, you know, intimidated by, you know, Sam's height and he's a grown man. His handsomeness. uh, Yeah, I'm sure he's like, all the things that, (laughs) yeah. Orders him to put on pants and to stay visible. And to to stop doing that yes so yeah then he and he confronts away. him about you made a wish he's like you yeah, made yeah, a wish yeah. to be invisible so he confronts like, that's him what you used your wish for was to turn invisible right, right. I, I, so, I i i do like that it ended up being sam who uh, got to save naked women <laughs> <laughs> right right um so while sam is confronting you know, naked kid in the women's bathroom uh, outside, Dean sees the bully kids again running, except this time they're running from the little boy. They're mm-hmm. not chasing after that one little boy. They're now running from this little boy. And uh, it's like, he's like, what? Again, he just has that look on his face like, what is, yeah. <laughs> what is happening? Um, and the kid stops. And turns and and sees Dean looking at him. He's like, "You got a problem, Mister?" Yeah. And he's like, "Well, uh, no, no. <laughs> you know, completely unexpected." But uh, no, you know. And off the kid, off the kid goes chasing after the three little boys again. And just then, Dean's stomach goes. Oh, yep. It's the universal noise of like, "Oh, something bad is gonna oh. happen <laughs> from my tummy." So- so, so back at the hotel. Yeah, now we Dean's go to uh, the hotel meetup. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, wishes, wishes turn bad. <laughs> very, very <laughs> <This> bad. <laughs> very bad. He's barfing. Um, but Dean has researched the coin before his guts turned on him. Um, and it turns out that this coin is of some of Babylonian descent. Um, but it's cursed. Surprise, surprise. Um, and they, what does he say that it's Babylonian god is Tiamat? Yes, um, the this, this snake that's on it or the serpenty looking thing that is mm-hmm. engraved on it is the god of primordial chaos named Tiamat. Mm-hmm. So Tiamat is actually a goddess, a female, uh-huh. female goddess, um, an elemental being of mass waters, both bitter seawater to the heavenly waters of like floods and storms mm. chaotic water essentially mm. is is her is her element ah. uh, so um so exactly right that supernatural took this particular um goddess and turned it into the chaos of water which is you know throwing wishing a cursed well. coin into a wishing well turning the wishes while yeah. granting wishes causing chaos with those wishes so yeah. That so it Tiamat does exist. Very Babylonian. Cool. This motel that they're in, I don't know if it was called like the Chieftain or the Tall Totem Motel. It was a terrible Tall Totem. Terrible stereotypical. Um I mean, it even had like wooden totems in the room, Inside? like in the corner of the room. <laughs> Giant like totem poles <gasps> and, and even some painted on the walls. Yeah. And I was like, oh boy. Very over the top totemy. Very totemy. <laughs> But so, yeah, so whoever it turns out, whoever wishes, whoever does 
takes this coin and wishes it, not only do they get a wish, which then turns, you know, chaotic, anybody else who then throws a coin into that body of water as a wishing well gets their wish and thus creating the chaos. Um, Not everybody should get their wishes granted, um, but that's what happens in this and also and the wishes eventually get twisted, right? So like you could wish for something yeah. like a delicious sandwich, but then, you know, you'll get E. coli <laughs> from yeah. that sandwich. E. <laughs> uh, and the only way to stop it is to have the, like the OG wisher, the person who first threw in the coin, take it out again. Right. Then we cut to, we're back yes. at Audrey's with Teddy. <laughs> he has had enough of this bye. short little life. <laughs> He's written a goodbye suicide note on her chalkboard. I feel so terrible laughing about suicide stuff. It was just so ridiculous. It's it's so ridiculous. It's like goodbye, crew world type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the camera swings from Teddy Bear swings from this chalkboard to the teddy bear who has a shotgun in his mouth. The camera goes past him. He's crying. He's weeping. It pans past him to the corner of the room where we all know what's going to happen. There's going to be some sort of supernatural splatter onto these, like, beautiful light blue child room's walls. Yes. And, well, there was. There was was a splatter, but it was like a floof splatter. (laughs) It was literally, boom, not red blood. There was just stuffing. It was just fluff goes flying across the room. And when the camera comes back, there's like the smoking hole on the back of Teddy's head where all the white fluff has come out. And you look at Teddy's face and he's still alive because he's a teddy bear and doesn't have any brains to be blown out. And he realizes this and he shakes his fist in the air and goes, I mean, he can't even end his own life. Um this, so, I mean, his plaintive why is something I want to just yell a lot. Yeah. Why? why? Shaking your fist to the sky. Oh so th- um, this actually caused, like, not a huge fight. I shouldn't say. There was somebody at the network that like, <gasps> was really hesitant to, like, put this out there. Like, a they were suicidal like, teddy bear? Yeah. They were like, uh-uh, we can't show this on TV. And, like... <laughs> Everyone else was like, really? We With have to of- show this on TV. Right? Yeah. <laughs> With all the blood and gore that we yes, show people that's being exactly their thrown argument. into they- fans. And- do you see what we usually do? <laughs> <laughs> do you see what you've let us get away with so yeah. far? Uh, it's oh, and it wasn't like the little girl was in the room when it happened. I know. It, I you guess know, it was because it, oh. it was like, but somebody's committing suicide. It's like, yeah, but it's a teddy bear. It's a teddy bear, and he doesn't succeed um, in in killing himself by suicide. No. But uh, can you imagine being called into that meeting? <laughs> like the subject headers of all the of all the memos, <laughs> you know, Teddy suicide, Teddy blowing brains out. Yeah, you know, need to discuss ASAP. Yes, brilliant. Just gonna put that down. Um, brilliant supernatural. Thank you for that. So back at the motel. Uh, Dean is sleeping and like having his uh hell nightmares, his hell flashes. Mm-hmm. Sam walks in, wakes him up, and uh, as as Dean kind of sits up in bed, he he reaches for that stolen bottle of booze, takes a big swig, 
you know, Sam sees this and is like, dude, you know, I I'm recognize what's happening here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's something going on. You're drinking, you're having nightmares. You know, what's all the denial? Uh, Dean quoted this. Um, he, what did he say? No, 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 I'm good. I'm like tan rested and ready. I thought that was a Michael McConaughey or a Matthew McConaughey quote. Mm-hmm. Tan rested and ready is a Nixon reference. Really? Yes. Yes. Tan rested and ready. Like he, after having a terrible time, uh, I don't know if it was around the uh, Watergate investigation yeah. that he, like Nixon took a vacation and then came back and it was the headlines. It was the newspapers that noted like, that Nixon looked tan, ready. rested and ready. Hmm. Yes. Which I thought was hysterical. I totally thought it was Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> it sounds like it could Nixon. be a McConaughey quote, but yeah, Dean blows him off again. You know, basically calls it a chick flick, you know, stop at the chick flick moment or yep. group therapy, whatever it was. It's like, let's just get back to the case, please. Let's just focus on this. Please. Yeah, please. So their objective now is to find who was the first wisher. You know, they've wisher. kind of gone back about two weeks like with the teddy bear and the invisible kid and right and the, um, the lottery winner yeah, yeah the lottery winner um who was the first one and just then you know dean is like reading the paper and he's like oh how about this one that they just happened to post in the paper <laughs> yes yes so there's a photo of our favorite pda couple uh, announcing their engagement from a month ago their, their unlikely <laughs> engagement yes. announcement um true love <laughs> as dean says because there's a picture of them and it's like he's a kind of a nerdy looking guy yeah. right he's not he's not unattractive but he's definitely not a sam or a dean and hope who's pictured as the a fiance is this beautiful woman so there there's the question there of you know how does a how does a six marry a ten type of thing right they don't say that i'm saying that <laughs> so at wes and hope's house uh hope has prepared wes a a snack of an entire thanksgiving dinner (laughs) chicken meal yes yes and he's like oh honey you shouldn't have she's like no i wanted to and then she says oh wait i didn't want to i had to yeah like i felt compelled i had Uh to do this for you yeah Uh, wes kind of sees the he's not exactly happy with that statement from her that she had to and he tries to ask her, like, well, aren't you, were you happy to do it? Are you happy now? And she, and she, anything that Hope says is, um, I love you so much that, you know, or right. for or our love, I will do anything. To like, yes, like for you, I will be happy for you. You know, he's like, do the things yeah. that made you happy before, like baking. I don't know what you what used to like to do, do, but like yeah. something made you happy, do it. And he's like, oh, is that what you want me to do? Is be happy? Yeah. I'll go do something I'm whatever not you want me to. Yeah. Don't don't get angry at me. I'll, I'll be happier. I'll yeah. be happier. Please, yeah. I just want to make you happy. You know, yeah. She's acting very much like a, like, like, a, like a fembot or something, you know? <laughs> yes! <laughs> Fembots. <laughs> very Stepford. Very yeah, Stepford yeah. wifey. And, and, and the minute that he shows maybe a little bit of anger... Or she's scared that he's going to be angry at her. You know, she like completely breaks mm-hmm. out. So please don't be angry at me. That's the last thing I ever want. Don't take your love away. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's not. She's not in fear of anger. She's in fear of their love going away. Of him yeah. taking their love from from her. Yeah. And yeah. just then the doorbell rings, and it's a Sam and Dean. <laughs> I can't even say in disguise as because they just said they're florists and. 
and hope lets them in. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And in walks Sam and Dean, like in their flannels, in their jeans, dead, <laughs> dead expression on their face. They're not even like, there's no flowers. They have no pamphlets. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. nothing. They're, they're just ding dong. Here we are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we're florists. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, but Hope is thrilled. She's like, yeah, I'll go get my folders. <laughs> yeah. So she goes and gets the wedding planning books and Sam and Dean confront Wes and there's no joy in their face. They're, they are just ready for this to be done. Yeah. They're like, so I see you have a coin collection. Mm-hmm. Missing one, you know? Yep. Well, he recognizes. Before they get a chance. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yes. He recognizes Sam from the restaurant, right? Yeah, he's like, wait, you guys are the health inspectors. And they cheekily say, yep, we're health inspectors and florists on the side. <laughs> yep, and teddy bear doctors, too. Yep. Um, and then uh, before they get to really grilling him, Hope walks back in with her, you know, stack of, mm-hmm. of wedding planning stuff. They're like, so, Hope, tell us, how did you guys meet? And, you know, trying to out, basically, out Wes and make him, you know, confess to what he's done. And she's like, I don't know. I just, you know, there's... I don't, we grew up in the same town. I never really saw him. And then suddenly one day I just noticed him glowing, mm-hmm. you know, and I was just drawn to him. And she's like, while she's explaining this, she's like drawing herself closer and closer to him and then starts like kissing him. Like, okay, bye. You know, like I'll go make us some yes. tea. Bye, kiss, bye, yeah. kiss, bye. And yeah. then like, they're like making out. It's like embarrassing for everybody involved except <laughs> yeah. for her. Yeah. She just can't help herself. <laughs> And so longer than was necessary, I think they kiss. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and finally she she you know breaks away or Wes breaks her away, mm-hmm. sends her off to the kitchen, and Sam and Dean are left to talk things over. Yeah, they Wes. just kind of stare at him, and he's like, "Okay, fine." <laughs> um, so he tells them the stories. Like my grandfather brought it to me from South Africa. He said it was a wishing coin, but not to ever ever use it. Uh, but then when he died, I thought, well, why not? So I used it. <laughs> yep. And what what they don't realize is that Hope is actually overhearing this yeah. in the kitchen. And so Sam and Dean are like, well, you know, too bad. You have to unwish this. And we would like you to go with us to the Chinese restaurant yes. to, you know, remove the coin and unwish. And Wes is like, no way. I'm not going to unwish this, you know, beautiful woman who's agreed yeah. to marry me. No. And that's when they like the Winchester pull out their guns and they're like, please (laughs) we really want you to come with us yes you are going to come with us yeah what i love about this next scene is sam and dean are in the impala with wes in the back seat and wes is like slumped down (laughs) he's like defeated slightly Mm -hmm. scared but you know he's like but why (laughs) why do i have he is pouting (laughs) he is pouting that he cannot get to keep his wish and that's like it's not fair you guys are handsome and you it's easy for you you know, and, and of course, they they try to deny it. They're like, you don't know how bad we have it. It's not easy <laughs> being us. Yeah. Wah, wah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, besides the but, whole like trip to hell thing and everything. But, you know. Well, the, yes, the, yes. The lady so thing is probably not every, very hard. To- <laughs> the lady thing is not very difficult. Um, But what they end up saying to him is you're not supposed to get what you want. You're not supposed to get you what know, you want. And also this relationship that you have with Hope is actually not functional or healthy because you're just telling her what to feel. So how do you look at her? So yeah, be careful what you wish for is the, is the the moral of the story here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. 
And as they're driving down the road, Dean like thumps something with his car. <laughs> they look, everyone looks in the rear view. They don't see anything. Uh, but we hear that same. <laughs> we hear and oh. see like he turns visible and he's like, oh, it's a oh. poor little redheaded naked kid naked who did kid. not in fact stay visible. So nope. I guess that was his uh, his punishment for. <laughs> <laughs> so Wes still doesn't want to get even with all of this. Wes still still doesn't want to give up the wish. He doesn't see all the chaos that his first yeah. wish is causing, even though they just thump somebody <laughs> with the car. But in town, they come to a stop sign, and in front of them, they see that little kid who made a wish in the wishing well flip an SUV that has those three other little boys inside it. Yeah. And, uh, and you see, <laughs> flips this car. Dean says, is, is this an example of the right. chaos that, you know, like yeah. this, this will qualify. And the little kid, as he flips the car, yells up to the camera, which <laughs> is like pulled up on a crane shot, like kneel before Todd, kneel before Todd. Which is from Superman yeah. to Neil before Zod. Zod. Very cute. Yep, yeah, that would be the chaos. Yep. Uh, so Dean gets out to help the kids. Yeah, the boys split up. Dean stays with, with Neil before Todd. And Sam go- goes on to take Wes to Lucky Chance to take the coin out. Um, yep. Wes is still just like, oh my god, what? <laughs> what did I just see? Um, <laughs> All right. And Dean tries to calm Todd down, who is like, these boys bully me every single day. It's unbearable. No I can't take it. And Dean, Dean can't truly sympathize with them because Dean was, Dean, always, <laughs> Dean was always the bully. And he's like, well, no, you're right. I can't. I can't sympathize or I can't. I don't know, you know, because you're you and I'm me. And that, of course, sets Todd off. Who like uppercuts Dean? Dean is like failing spectacularly at helping yes. Todd. Yes. He gets thrown across the parking lot into a pile of trash. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but before that, oh, that's right, I forgot this. Before he gets punched in the face by little Todd, he says, "With great power comes great responsibility." Because he says, "You seem to have these superpowers yeah, that yeah, you know, yeah. obviously these other yeah. guys don't have." And with great power comes great responsibility. Which is from Spider-Man, mm-hmm. which Sam Raimi directed, mm-hmm. in which Ted Raimi, who is mm-hmm. Wes, is yeah. his brother. And yes. Ted was actually in Spider-Man, yes. too. Yes, um, He's in, like, all of Sam Raimi's movies. He's in, like, all, all yes. of the Evil Dead movies. Yes. He's in the... Anything that Sam Raimi directed, he's he in. was in. Yeah. Which, so, that is a good brother to have. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you recognize Wes from this episode, it's because he's been in... Every Evil Dead, every mm-hmm. not every Superman, but Superman 1, 2, and th- uh, Spider-Man 1, 2, and yes, 3. Yes, the original ones with Tobey Maguire. So Todd takes exception to this rule of with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> Doesn't even let him finish. Does nope. not even let him finish. It's Punches before him. he can say responsibility. He just nope. like, nope. <laughs> nope. So meanwhile, while Dean's getting his ass kicked by a little boy, um, Wes still wants to get, wants to have what he has. Yeah, he's still resisting taking the coin out. They're standing in, like, they get out of the car. They're standing in front of the restaurant. And he's like, what, you know, I just, you know, why can't I get what I want? And Sam's like, it's just, that's not how life works. That's not life. And before he can really finish his, you know, bedside Sam solo speech, (laughs) uh, he is struck by lightning. (laughs) Yeah. Out of the clear blue sky, literally. It's one of the clear blue sky. Little black rain. (laughs) Zaps him. Zaps him out of his shoes, out of his trademark uh-huh. Pumas. Um, 
he gets he gets killed. So this is the second time, right, that Sam has died? Yes. In the series? Yeah. Dean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dean, we lost count because of, you know, the mystery spot. <laughs> right, right. Um, but boom, so Sam Sam was murdered by um Aldous Hodge, and now he's been killed by lightning, by hope. Um, and Wes sees, you know, Sam's smoking body <laughs> in front of him is like, okay. Mm-hmm. shouldn't do this so he walks into the uh into the chinese restaurant and he sees hope there standing in front of the well and he's like oh my god what have you done did you just wish a man dead mm-hmm. and he said yes you know he was going to take our love he wanted you to wish away our love mm-hmm. and I she is distraught yep distraught and he's like oh he finally west finally sees <laughs> little boy flipping a car over not yeah, enough yeah. but you know man being struck by lightning in front of him is enough for him to change his mind yeah if we cut back to dean he's still fighting with this like little and, kid losing. and losing and losing now now he's being he choked out the, yeah he punches the kid and it like does nothing does nothing it's like punching a superhero just yep. psh, you know head turns yep. and then they look back <laughs> at you like okay yep um and so todd starts to choke choke out dean yeah, um, yeah. So then back in the restaurant, Hope is crying. It's like, I love you more than anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I love you more than my life, more than your life, more than, like, that's the number one thing that matters. And then this is when Wes is like, okay. Mm-hmm. Reluctantly. Yeah, he, he does. Yeah, it took a while. And it took a while. And it didn't take until the woman was, when he was finally like, oh, this is not the, the woman that I want to be with. Right. She doesn't love me. Yeah. For me. She loves him because she's being forced to. Yeah, yeah. So he reaches into the well and mm-hmm. uh, pulls out the coin and it comes loose. It comes loose with no mm-hmm. no chisel, no hammer, and it just comes out. No. And you see uh, the look on Hope's face changes. It relaxes and turns a little mm-hmm. bit more like, can, not com- like utterly confused, but more like. A, da- a little dazed and confused. A little, yes, dazed and confused. Yeah. Like, what am I doing in a Chinese restaurant? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, and who are you? Yeah. And Wes tries like one more desperate little, you know, you know, hi, honey type of thing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, do I know you? Yeah. And so there's no, nothing left of the wish. Yeah. It's gone. But also, at the same time, Sam yeah. wakes up on the ground. So, yay, he's alive. Yay. And yes, uh, Todd seems to lose the strength in his grip. So no more superpowers for Todd. Dean's like, yep. great. It worked. However, it worked. I'll, I'll help you out, dude. Yeah, because he, he well, he sees how he sees how scared now Todd uh, is because yeah. Todd goes from being strong to realizing that he no longer has the superpowers. And now he's that scared little kid again. Yeah. But he's like, OK, Dean says, OK, I, I, I'm this I know how to fix. Yeah. So he pretends that Todd is still beating him up. And in front of those little boys who are now finally crawling out of the flipped over <laughs> SUV, they're like, don't met. And Dean says, don't mess with this kid wow you know okay enough mm-hmm. enough stop beating me up don't mess with this kid and so he's basically put the fear of todd in these <laughs> in these little boys who we're hoping have learned their lesson about yeah. bullying for todd right. and todd seems to be relieved yeah. you know maybe a little thankful yeah. for that all right um a note about uh this this kid who played todd I feel like we, we kind of have to mention this because we do a deep dive sometimes on some of the the the, the guest mm-hmm. actors on the show, especially when they do such a good job, yeah. you know, and I'll highlight the guest actors who I love or, or I've seen from my, sh- from other shows that I watch mm-hmm. and stuff. Well, when I was doing the research on this kid, cause I was like, good kid, you know, supernatural, always casting, you know, great yeah. child actors. 
um, you'll recognize him from other TV shows. I um, he was in. He was in Diary the, of a Wimpy Kid. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Riverdale. And I think Riverdale. Was, that was the one. Two most uh, other well-known yeah. things. Yeah, and uh, and unfortunately, he did not go on to have uh, the the type of starry um, career that other supernatural actors have had. Um, and I just want to point out, I was a little disappointed in the in the path that his life took. Uh, so that's all I'll say about him. He was great as this kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to, we should point out that he unfortunately went down a different path after, after his, uh, TV yeah. episodes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the only reason we highlight him here is because it, that was many, 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 many years before yeah. that. And at this point in his, his life, yeah. he did really good in this and, uh, he was very, he's very memorable in this part there are yeah. gifts everywhere you know that the kneel before todd kneel before is, todd is is canon is you know famous. absolute canon yes but it yeah, didn't so. want to just overlook it's like oh but he did a terrible thing he so. did a terrible awful um and i i'll, I'll leave it at that it did yeah. it did i will admit sammy that originally watching these episodes i loved it i loved it and then when i went back and started doing the research i was like oh son of a gun you know son of a bitch it it colored you know, his actions as an adult uh, colored how I started viewing the episode. Right. I would like to, you know, leave that by the roadside and say mm-hmm. gifted, gifted mm-hmm. in this moment mm-hmm. and, and, a, and a great episode. So, yeah. Right. So now we're back at the restaurant. Um, yeah. Hope is like walking out. She walks away. Wes walks out, sees Sam and hands him the coin. And, uh, and he walks away. I know, yeah. And He's, Sam, I think, kind of feels bad for him too. The nice wide, like, walk away shot, you know, where you can see Sam just standing there, and poor Wes is like, you know, yeah. doing the the sad, doo, the sad, doo, dejected doo, walk away. Walk. <laughs> yeah, they don't even give him a ride back to his house. No. <laughs> you know, he just has to. He needs some alone time. Yeah. And that's the last time we see him. Yeah. That's, I mean, Wes just walks out of frame, and that was, and that's it. Mm-hmm. The uh, so all over town, the wishes are being undone. Whatever people have been wishing for, is is undoing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's not just like okay, no more wishes. Is that whatever was wished for is unwished, which is why Sam gets to get up off the sidewalk. Yeah, which is good. <laughs> which which is good. Um, the the headline on the newspaper that Sam uh, that Dean has no longer says like winning lottery guy. It says it says the guy's name, um, uh, the, the the George George Newman. George Newman um, you know, won on a counterfeit ticket. Like it says his name. Yeah, so but it's <laughs> yeah. not like things are being like erased back in time. It's like the wishes are fixing themselves. Yeah. So it's not like oh he never won the lottery ticket. It's oh it turns it's- out that ticket was fake. Um, right. Audrey, right. little Audrey walks by holding her now back to normal size teddy bear with his head wound taped shut in the back. Yes, with like foam, like like fuzzy still yeah. like coming out of it, but a yeah. giant piece of red tape on the back of his <laughs> blown out head. Walking but she with seems her parents, you know, who are completely sunburned. Sunburned. Yep, back from Bali. Yeah. Gives a wave to Dean. You know, she's like, okay. Okay, hi. look. <laughs> Thanks everything's for fixing back my teddy bear. <laughs> yes. Yes, Sam had the uh, the coin melted down, so hopefully it won't be able to, uh, you know, harm anybody anymore. Um, and this was a great scene. 
This is you know, Sam and Dean standing on a beautiful picturesque pier over uh, a lake with the mountains in the background. Yeah. And Sam seems to be like, okay, that's the wrap up. Let's, mm-hmm. let's go. But Dean actually says, wait, I need to talk to you. So it's Dean who approaches Sam mm-hmm. and says, I shouldn't have lied to you. I need to stop lying to you. And he admits that he does remember hell and he does remember his times in hell. But that's all he's going to say about it. He says, I'm not going to share it. I'm not going to tell you. And for a number of reasons, one is Sam will never understand what Dean experienced in hell. There's no way to make to make somebody understand. And he doesn't want to burden him with the horrible, you know, the horrible that was hell. Yeah. And he's like, all right, so that's it. We're done yep. talking about it. I won't lie to you about it anymore, but I am not going to share this with you. Uh, I don't want to burden you with it. Um, there's no making me feel better. Yeah, because poor Sam is just like, I just want to help. It's like, you cannot yeah. shoulder this alone. It's not fair for anyone to share to shoulder anything alone. And, and Dean is, no, I really do have to. Yeah. Which is not healthy to do but (laughs) but it's also what cast castiel said at the end of that other episode which was i don't envy you this burden yeah you know castiel knows what it is castiel knows what's in store for him down the line and you know even the angels don't envy him so there's no way that dean would put that on sam yeah and you know as i mentioned earlier in the episode there's so many silent moments most of them comical in this episode but this one this this episode ends in silence and it's really moving it's uh you you see sam turn you see dean turn and dean starts to walk away and he doesn't leave sam behind sam actually just kind of falls in to step behind mm-hmm. him and they walk off you know together but it was just it was just very telling that through this whole episode you know everything's fun and games fun and games fun and games until the truth is revealed so to speak and then it's silence again um but it's it's a heartfelt thinking silence so i loved this episode mm-hmm. i i love that the the evil the monster of the week um led to fun chaos you know <laughs> instead of uh you know chaos chaos there's there's other little fun things about the town that the sec the set deck guys did like the name of the shop next to the chinese restaurant was uh the hot spot it was supposed to be like a wi-fi cafe oh. and then next to that was another shop called um uh, uh oh wait wait for it um a fetish i thought for for a second i thought oh. it was Futush. like i thought it was a mediterranean <laughs> restaurant but i think it was fetish i think the name of the restaurant was fetish next to hot spot you know little fun things like that that i think that this was a fun episode for supernatural to do mm-hmm. um but also hit us with the uh, the emotional the emotional heavy nuggets of what's coming next. You know, this was fun, but yeah, there's something big on the horizon, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Dean is not going to handle it well. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I forgot to mention this. <laughs> this this was a a, a nugget <laughs> that the night before they started filming this episode, mm-hmm. Jared was at a party drinking and ended up accidentally eating raw spare ribs 
And so the next day for shooting, he was so violently ill in his trailer <laughs> that most of the shots of like the restaurant scenes where it'd uh-huh. go back and forth between Sam Dean, Sam Dean uh-huh. was Sam doing it was Dean doing those scenes. Jensen by himself with a photo double to act against. Oh, wow. Um, and that they had to go back later when when Jared was not barfing in his yeah. in his studio in his. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So that he was violently ill through most of this episode, (laughs) uh, which is funny given that Dean Dean uh, is the one who who was, yep, but yep, violently ill in his trailer during, yeah, so all the, any time that there was the two of them together, they had to go back and do it. (laughs) Um, So most of that. How do you accidentally eat raw spare ribs? Oh, how cook, drunk was he, he? I don't know. Was he trying to cook them and then just didn't cook them? And then <laughs> that's I didn't look at any details. Um, I don't know if I have ever gotten that drunk. <laughs> yeah, Jared ate raw ribs while drunk. I oh, also Jared. wanted to note that I actually liked um, Jared's hair in this episode. It's yeah. like the beginning of a like a cute shaggy mm-hmm. look for him and yeah. not cute as in little boy look, but like, I really liked what was going on with his look here. Yeah. Cause later it goes longer and a little bit more uh, severe. And I'm mm-hmm. not digging that as much as I'm liking the look he had in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, personal throw out there. The, uh, usually yeah. the, comment, the, the, but... the evolution of Jared's hair. In <laughs> 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 but yeah. So uh, don't eat raw meat raw red meat before uh, shooting an episode. Or anytime. Maybe good advice not to ever eat raw meat. Unless it hits that uh, unless it's got like um, like raw lemon juice or something on it. Yeah. Yeah. Tartar. Yes, I also Uh, liked this episode. I love the (laughs) I just love the the, the looks that they were giving of a like what did we get ourselves into? What? Yep. What? That that whole like face acting that they do is yeah, a lot of face is brilliant. I really enjoyed. Yep, comic timing, comic looks, and not like what you know, comedy, but yeah. just like little little micro. Yeah, just little little eyebrow. Yep, eyebrow acting. Um, yep, very good. <laughs> also, I th- I think correct me if I'm wrong because you're usually the one that is like following these. I feel like in this episode was the most like uh impersonations that they've done or maybe an impersonation oh my or like gosh. the, the aliases aliases yeah. yes thank you they were there's an author he was an author author they're health inspectors uh fbi agents mm-hmm. teddy bear doctors and florists yep. florists yeah it was five yeah, yeah. it was a lot Mm-hmm. And not every one of them had, some of them had the same badge. Some of them had no badge. Yeah. <laughs> and some of them didn't even have like a uniform. I mean, they would, they just said who they were. Yep. And, yep. but yeah, five. Yep. <laughs> I had to go back after the, because I forgot about the author when I went, when I was writing the list. Oh, I was yeah. like, oh yeah. And he said he was a book writer, book writer writing supernatural. Mm-hmm. You are correct. This, uh, I got to the point uh, in this episode where I, I actually went on to watch the next one mm-hmm. too. Because every once in a while for me with Supernatural, I can usually get to the end of an episode and be like, okay, you know, I'm good. I don't want to go on to the next. But on this one, I was like, I kind of got to see what's next. Mm -hmm. Not because there was a cliffhanger, but they're starting to dig down again. I'm like, okay, what's next? And so I watched the next one and um, it was a mistake (laughs) because I had to stop. (laughs) And 
I didn't want to stop. Speaking of our next one, it is I Know What You Did Last Summer. So a a title ripped straight from a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Not even trying to hide. (laughs) Didn't even make a play on words like, are you there, God? It's me, Dean Winchester. Or it's the great pumpkin, Sam Winchester. Nope. I Know What You Did Last Summer. I have to go and watch that movie now. (laughs) Haven't seen it. Add it to my list of things I haven't seen. Add it to the list. All right, and when we when we hang up here, uh, when you stop recording, I'm going to send you the link to the Raiders scene. Okay. <laughs> Next week, we will talk about I Know What You Did Last Summer, which we will meet another angel. And you know that about the episode, right? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank you for tuning in to us this week. Please be sure to subscribe to us anywhere you can find podcasts. Uh, Also, give us a rating if uh, you feel so compelled on Apple. It would be great. You can also follow us anywhere on social media. We are at Salt and Burn This everywhere, including YouTube. You can download our episodes there and listen to them. So we'll wrap it up for this week, and we will see you next time for I Know What You Did Last Summer. Not the movie, but the Supernatural episode. (laughs) Just to be clear. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for the clarity. (laughs) Bye. Bye.